Welcome back to another episode of Mean Girl Pod. I'm your host, Jordan. <laughs> and I'm your host, Alex. And today we have um, a man at the table with us. Yes. <laughs> I am a man. Speaking <laughs> of the I'm microphone. At the table. Wait, is he your first male guest? But not that's non-barstool? I thought you said it's non-binary, and I was like, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> cool. What podcast are we on? What are we canceled. doing? <laughs> no, I think he's our first male guest non-barstool. Yeah, I think you are too. Really? Yeah. What an honor. Yeah. Unbelievable. Wow. Wow. How'd that happen? Well, we asked about 20 others. They all said they no. They all said no. <laughs> like, all right. She's all going right. through a tough time. I'll do her a favor. <laughs> now that sure. Alex is single, guys are like, well, maybe I'll come on the pod now. Uh, <laughs> we're just like, you getting a lot of people signing in your DMs? You know. Are you sliding into other people's DMs? No. Oh. I'm not. But I, I will say, like, I didn't have that problem for a very long time. And that has become interesting. Yeah. And got, guys have got to get better at that. Yeah. Like, like why? What What is like the lamest thing you've seen lately? Hey, what's up? Do you want to go get dinner and drinks? Like, no. Like, I don't want well, to. What would you prefer, they say? Just anything enticing. Because that, that to me is the bare. I, la- I audibly laugh thinking about me responding, being like, okay. yeah, when and where. Yeah. So I think you should say, because all you can see is the the first, to open it, it has to be enticing. Yeah. So don't say hi. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. like a really witty, funny response of okay. like short. I think shorter is better. I don't want to read a lot. Okay. Mm-hmm. And make it good. Got it. All right. Remember what you used to do to me? Have people submit applications? I'm going to have them do that for me to submit for you now. Well, I, the answer is I hate them all. <laughs> You, hit, exactly you guys, you should do a dating show where the guy's in the hot seat and they do speed dating and you have to pick one, like kind of like a Bachelor series on your show. You know, we've had that idea pitched to wow. us a thousand times. And, and why haven't you done it? I don't, because when I was single, I didn't want to do that. Yeah, but now you have an eligible bachelorette here. Did you, do you want to do that? Would you be the bachelorette? No. Yeah. You'd make a great bachelorette. You would be a great bachelorette. I think I would... Just my brain would explode in the process. Well, everyone's brain explodes in the process. Did your brain explode in the process? I mean, I wasn't the lead, but uh, yeah, exploded. <laughs> I would, I don't know, because I'd be like in love with three of them and then like. Yeah, that's why you would be a great bachelorette. <laughs> that's oh, you're proving also, my point. Do you want an intro who we have on yeah. the pod? Yeah, before you, you, talk, you talk for like 20 Hi, minutes. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Jason's like, nice mystery man. <laughs> like, who is this man? <laughs> Watch all, on YouTube and you'll know. Please, they all know exactly who it is. Um, no, so I actually was, I don't want to intro you in front of you, but I'm going okay. to because. Are you nervous? No, you don't make me nervous. Oh, okay. What makes me nervous <laughs> <Shit>. is not <laughs> shit. There goes that. <laughs> what I'm nervous about is um, not doing you mm. justice. Okay. Because yeah. I think you nice. deserve. Yeah, I think you that deserve like nice. a very good intro. That's really nice. So I just feel a bit of pressure here. It's thoughtful. Um, so you are nervous. No, I feel pressure. Pressure. Does that, make, does that mean I'm nervous? No. Difference between pressure and nerves. Pre- I think there's a difference. Nerves, I think. You think there's a difference? Pressure and nerves? <laughs> nerves, yeah. Yeah. So, this is your podcast. You should feel no pressure or nerves. I just want to do it right for him. Oh, all right. That's okay. so sweet of you. So our ge- I feel like touched by that. People are listening. You're like, all right, can we just figure out who's on the pod? <laughs> okay. What is this shit show I'm on? <laughs> so we don't record after 2 p.m. <laughs> so I was just <laughs> intro him before you continue. Okay. But remind me to tell you the story about how he thinks we have 10,000 listeners. Okay. 
Because <gasps> he just told me that. No, I didn't he, say that. I didn't say that. Oh, he's on my shit list for sure no, now. And by he, no. by he, she means Jason Tartik. That's no. the guest on today's episode. <laughs> just segue I, right I there. I told your mom that he was on my shit list before you guys walked in. Why? What'd I do? We'll you add, were late. We'll add to that. Oh, we'll add to that story. But for, you, you intro him. Okay. I would say. Yeah. Typically, we write our intros, mm -hmm. but this one's not written, so this okay. is just Speaking from the off heart. the cut. Um, your most, I don't think you're, the, where I'm struggling is I want to say mm -hmm. you're most known for being on The Bachelorette. Yeah, I think it's fair. But I, yeah. th I think what you did really well was you were on The Bachelorette, mm -hmm. and you were perceived great there, um, and people like you. You were likable, and you took that, and you did something really cool with it, mm -hmm. which was before that, you were in finance. Yes. And so, and your whole thing is now you have a podcast mm -hmm. and you're an author mm -hmm. and you're a social media personality and you're a business owner. And I think what you do really well as far as the podcast goes is you take things that you can't learn in college, like everyday financial struggles, and you put them in layman's terms for people. Um, yes, yeah. And you bridge the gap there. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I think you nailed that. That was awesome. And our guest and very is. very nice. I said it was Jason. I remember before that. I did, I did say that part. And I think that you're <clears throat> extremely good at it. People love your podcast. Like when I posted that I was with you recording, my yeah. DMs were like, I love his podcast. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. And I think you do a really good job of explaining finances and all the shit that we don't get and they don't tell you in college. Yeah. Um, I think you do a great job. And people that. try to make it like so boring and dry and it is like finance and money is boring and dry, but you can also make it like sexy and easy to understand and digestible. And that's like what I try to do. I love that. Also, our listeners were pumped to have you on. Oh my God. That's were, a, what do you guys call your listener base? 10,000. 10,000? 10,000 people. Can we go back <laughs> Hey, listener that? base, thank you. I'm pumped to be here. We just say, we don't even have, we, we don't have listener, like name for our listeners. We don't have any Like apparently. your community. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, so right. let me explain yeah, this. Yeah, what? I'll break it down. So I just had Alex on Trading Secrets. It was great because mm -hmm. I had her before she negotiated her barstool contract, which yes. we now know, spoiler alert, it did not get renewed. <laughs> and I had her after, all in one episode, talking about the whole thing. And I said, what was the gross revenue that you guys generated at Barstool? And she said 650000 And I was like, oh, wow. Where I was like- He's like, nah. I was like, six? I'm back in the- You know, I own an agency too, so I got yeah. the number like six hundred fifty. I was like, how many downloads do you guys get? <laughs> and she said, she told me, and I was like, oh, okay. He yeah. goes, oh, that checks that out. Checks. I said, well, what? I said around a hundred. Yeah. And, and he goes, oh, well, that number would make sense. But in his mind, he's thinking, because this is why you were confused. You're thinking 650, 30,000 down. The, I mean, the math's that's not a, you're making an assumption there. That's an I, assumption. I, I didn't. No. I know. You're, I mean, you're. Your last week's episode is way above 100,000 Now downloads. get divorced and you're at the 200s. Oh, that's what you got to do. So I should talk about my relationship. Okay, got it. The title of this episode. So Trading why we secrets. had you on relationship here was, yeah. <laughs> Trading relationship advice. <laughs> what not to do. Wow. Saga with Alex. Um, no. What is the one that, what is the deepest, like if someone listened to that or hasn't listened to that divorce episode, what is the biggest thing they should know from it? And like one, like what's the biggest thing you said? The big, I think the biggest takeaway from that episode, I, I give no advice in it. I'm just telling the story. Okay. But I think the biggest takeaway was it's okay to understand your heart wants something different mm -hmm. and then to follow that, even though like societal, I'm from Oklahoma, like you're not getting divorced. We weren't arguing yeah. every day, like, yeah. but it's like my, our life paths are different yeah. and you only live once. So just go ahead and follow that path. I like that. That's beautiful. And I would say that you and Graham are on very good terms. There's no bad blood between you guys and there's no sides. Not at all. That's super healthy. 
It's so healthy. And I also learned in the podcast that she is an unbelievable arguer, and she claims that she wins every argument, which means that she loses every argument. Um, no, I would say that she is She's a very good. good arguer, yeah. Are you a good She's arguer? It depends with her. I mean, she's a little scary. Yeah. We've never gotten like a full-blown argument, but I don't want to get in a full-blown argument with you. I also avoid a lot of arguments because I'm... I would love to get in an argument with you. I think Alex would win. I'm going to no be honest. She is like way. crazy. I'm, I don't want to... We're going to have an argument. Yeah. You can send me a topic and I will I will argue it with you. Okay. But you do a great job because it. you you have such good communication skills. So usually it doesn't result in an argument because you talk about it before I it gets I was going to say, I don't go around arguing with people. Like a lot of times <laughs> I have... Like I probably have less arguments in a year than the average person. Yeah. Because yeah. I can yeah. be like, problem is this. Solution should be somewhere in this ballpark. And Got so we're it. good, right? Okay. Yeah. Like... We're not arguing. So we don't argue. Yeah. Gotcha. I've only really seen you like full-blown argue when we did that thing with Dave and maybe a few other times for work. Never like an actual personal argument. I feel like you arguing on the pod, if you claim to be such a great arguer, would be actually really good for the business. People would love to hear you battle. Winter is here, ladies and gentlemen, and you know what that means. Struggling to find the right temperature when you sleep. And everyone's like, oh my gosh, I've been so hot, so cold. The good news is we recently found a way to stay at the perfect temperature all night long using silver-infused bed sheets by Miracle Made that were inspired by NASA. And if NASA doesn't know what they're talking about, then no one does. Did you know that your temperature at night can have one of the greatest impacts on the quality of your sleep? If you wake up too hot or too cold, we highly recommend you check out Miracle Made bed sheets. Inspired by NASA, Miracle Made uses silver-infused fabrics and makes temperature-regulating bedding so you can sleep at the perfect temperature all night long because there is nothing better than a good night's sleep. And I am very much obsessed. I use these obviously every night and I'm a sweaty sleeper and I don't sweat anymore with these. And that's because they have the self-cooling properties for better quality sleep. And the best part is, you guys, they are self-cleaning, meaning these sheets are infused with silver that prevent up to 99.7% of bacterial growth, leaving them to stay cleaner and fresh three times longer than normal sheets. No more gross odors and no more of like the cell, skin cell turnovers that happens at night. Gets, I know it's really gross. It gets rid of all of that. And the best news they make for the perfect holiday gift. Miracle sheets are perfect for your spouse, your friends, or your family because guess what? Who doesn't want the gift of better sleep? And since they come with three free towels, you basically get two gifts in one. So you're the real hero. Just in time for the holidays. Go to trymiracle.com slash girl to try it today or gift it to somebody special this holiday season. That's trymiracle.com slash mean girl and you'll get over 40% off. You'll get your three free towels and you'll save an extra 20% off. Also, Miracle is so confident in their product that it's backed with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you aren't 100% satisfied, you get a full refund. I love when a company puts their money where their mouth is. So again, upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash mean girl. That's trymiracle.com slash mean girl to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40% off. Trymiracle.com slash mean girl. Well, she she does a pretty good job in our meetings. I'll, I'll play devil's advocate. Like, I won't agree with her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. May most of the time, yeah. the, the tip is, I'll, somebody will ask, like if somebody asks something or if a topic comes up, yeah. no matter what she picks, even if I agree with her, I will pick the other side Yeah, on the topic gotcha. and okay. just take that. Do you play devil's advocate sometime intentionally? All the time. Yeah, me too. I like that. Yeah, you have yeah. to. I, feel like I like to go against the norm in those conversations just to challenge people a little bit. Yeah. Well, and I think it's how, I think if you're like open-minded and you don't view arguing 
as a bad thing. Yeah. Like you just view it as another form of communication. Sure. And you're open minded with it, then yeah. like you can get to actually really. You can grow from it. Yeah. yeah. It's a good thing. I yeah. hate the word arguing. Me too. It has a negative connotation to it. Yeah. Were you on the debate team? I was. I was gonna really? say that's what I wow. sure was. <laughs> like actually. Yeah, yes. <laughs> can we get clips of this? Maybe if if they clipped it. Yeah. Let me let me check back. Are you the number one debater in Oklahoma? Well, <laughs> well, no. I was on it in college. Oh, wow. Like, as a, for fun. Like, they, it was a club. Interesting. I was in the club. And then you learned how to formulate arguments. Were you a big club person? <laughs> <laughs> no, he can't interview me. I know, I was no, going to say, can't do is this. this Jason's podcast? No, stop. I'm totally flipping this. <laughs> Dad, first, first we have 10,000 followers. We didn't talk about this. Uh, we didn't talk about the no. clubs. You no. already had your time. Are you time. a big club girl? Okay, I'm here to no. listen. I'm yeah, here to you, answer. You, you just ask answer. me questions. You don't have to carry this. We <laughs> got it. Yeah. What have you been up to the past few months, Jason? Oh Let's my put God, you in the hot it's been seat. crazy. Besides it's been running like, late. Cra- just like crying, running late, <laughs> smiling. Yeah. I don't know. Alex and Everything. Jason were 20 minutes late, by I the way, guys. The, I am, that is like one of my biggest issues in life, punctuality. Really? I'm so bad at it. That surprises I'm me because so you're- so bad at it. You have like that finance background. I know, but it's like, I don't know. Do you think I've always been like that, or do you think it's gotten worse? Like, it's He's gotten worse. Manager, I think the, the busier it gets, the worse it gets. <laughs> yeah. But I did see something the other day from uh, Steve Harvey, Family Feud. He said that people that run late actually live longer because they're a little bit more carefree. Okay. Unless, so, I, uh, unless they get hit by a car, like you just <laughs> never like. When people say these stats about people living longer, I just want to say mm. there's too many variables. Yeah. I don't think true. I. People are living longer though. That's a fact. We can argue this. Yeah. <laughs> You're also getting hit by cars, but that's fine. I just think I have good time management. I don't think I'm like more punctual than the other person. So yeah. I can just see a clock or a calendar perfectly in my brain. That's that's a skill set. Yeah. Truly. That's yeah. A skill. Like, and I never, I always under budget. So I'm like, oh, I'll take a shower and it'll be three minutes and it's like 12 minutes or I'm going to get dressed. It's going to take 10. It takes 20. I under budget. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this. And I, and so for two years now with her, yeah. she will she will not be late. And God, but, good but for she you. and she's I've been late before though, and I've had and that, but that's like a pillar of yours. Yeah, like if we need to leave, we need to leave. I will push <laughs> that and then go over the line. Okay, are you okay with being late? Or if you're running 20 minutes late on the way there, are you freaking out? Or are you like, ah, what are we gonna do? Uh, it depends on the situation, yeah, you know, okay, but but so she like when put like she's not showering in that moment if she knows that that's like the difference between her, but like you're down to do that, yeah, um. <laughs> It depends on the moment, honestly. I got it's such a bad answer, but I think typically I will I will do what I got to get done, knowing I'm going to be late. Same, I'll, yeah. I will do. I'll, you know I'll what I mean? I think that answers question. But I'm pretty good at like communicating, like, hey, just so you know, I'm going to be ten minutes late. So I'm the weakest link at the table because I'll just be ten minutes late. <laughs> yeah, you want, okay, yeah. <laughs> I know your mom because I, I told Kim I was like I'm mad at these two, and she's like. Well, how do you deal with Alex always being late? And I was like, well, she doesn't count anymore because she's always late. Like I'm just used. So I always like add an extra thirty minutes onto our schedule now. <laughs> Have you ever missed a flight? Uh, yeah, uh, Wednesday. Really? See, yep. those Wednesday. like things that are like non-negotiables, I'm always on time for. There's always another Tonight's flight. There's always another flight. There you go. Uh, I, I want to ask him a question that's not on the docket. Okay. But in in the spirit of your cons sure. of like running late, what are the other two? Like if you had yeah. to give a top three like worst per- personality traits. Um, oh, I like worst that. Worst personality traits. Um, this is, okay, this is such a bullshit thing where I'm doing the thing where I'm like giving a strength that's actually, but it is true. It is true. <laughs> it is true. Okay. I am. So this is when I am loyal to a fault. Okay, no, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to. A, I'm gonna go to. A, no, no, no. It's gotten me in a lot of trouble. Like I overtrust. I'm overloyal. I'm overcommitted. 
And it can be an issue. I'm telling okay, you, it can be. Okay, that can be an issue. I'm telling you, it that. can be. Okay, now I'm going to go to a real one because that was a fake bullshit one. Right. Um, I suck. What's weird is like I suck at stepping into hard conversations, but you wouldn't expect that. Oh, interesting. Right? And, so and deep. I like, yeah, like in in relationships or in like, like very good, like business partnerships, I have to feel really comfortable to like step in hard to hard conversations as opposed to just sweeping it under the rug because sometimes the path of least resistance is just easier. And that is a huge negative because you're running from growth, you're running from honesty, you're running from pretty much everything. So that's like one thing I've worked on. And another thing is like self-sacrifice, like always thinking of like doing so much, I guess, like maybe that I don't want to do or saying yes to things I don't want to be at because I think the person might want me there or something. So like putting myself first, I'm not good at that. I oh. self-sacrifice a lot. So like we, I'm a yes guy. Oh, when's yes. your birthday? October 24th. <laughs> She's about to do this whole thing. Are you a Libra? Scorpio. Oh, yeah, I was totally going to guess Libra yeah, based Scorpio. off of those responses. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those are. Well, and with Scorpios, and this is true, like I will give you everything, mm -hmm. but you cross me. You're yeah. fucking done. Do you like, know your I'm rising done. and moon by chance? Um, I'm not into astrology as much as I used to be, but just based off what I you said, did, I did, and like, then I forgot. Okay. I know it. I have to pull it up. Okay. Yeah. Uh, just on the on the uh, stepping into hard conversations thing. If yeah. you don't step into it, like if you're like, I re this person's driving me crazy. Sure. And there needs to be a conversation here, but I'm just gonna avoid it. Yeah. When you go home that night, are you thinking about it, or can you leave that there? I'm pretty. I I I'll think about it. I think, I think it also comes down to the truth of it is just it comes down to setting boundaries. I'm really bad at that. So I've gotten a lot. I've like put in a lot of work to like really set healthy boundaries. And with boundaries, healthy people receive the boundaries that you put in place. And as a result of that, everything grows. Everything becomes more honest and real. So I just suck at boundaries. But I'm getting better. At least you're aware. I was going to say, it takes a lot yeah. for a guy yeah. to say that. I yeah. think you're self-aware, which yeah. is good. Yeah, fucking two, three uh, weeks of therapy every two, three <laughs> weeks, 60, 90 minutes. <laughs> Do you have a hard time having those conversations around finance since that's your world? No, I'm so comfortable with it. Interesting. Yeah, because it's so objective. Okay. It's not like it's not like an opinion. I'm not annoyed by this or I'm, I'm feeling this from this. It's so black and white. That's why I love it. And numbers don't lie. Everyone lies. Everyone deceives. Everyone manipulates. Everyone throws things out of context today, not more than ever. But numbers don't lie. They tell the truth. That's actually really interesting. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. That, okay. Should we talk I, about numbers? I, I, have a, well, I have a question We're for gonna, you. That's the segue. Yeah, okay. Because we just talked about numbers. <laughs> well, we don't want to duplicate the podcast. Yeah. We want people to listen to both. Well, you guys have so many listeners. <laughs> <laughs> How many listeners do you have, Jason? Out. Not as many as you guys. Since numbers Not don't lie. 200,000. <laughs> yeah, numbers are my a fact. God. And the spirit of, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My God. Let's talk about skims because our favorite part of the holiday season is bundling up with the whole family for holiday card picks, cozy nights around the fire. And Jordan and I are obsessed with the next-gen shapewear and the robes and the lounge so we've got our whole family matching in skims and the gifts under the trees, especially for our mothers. Skims. I'm always wrapping gifts last minute during the holiday season. So my favorite part is being able to have everything already done. And they're prepackaged skims holiday boxes. They are so cute and they are perfect for stocking stuffers. So specifically, I have the cozy unisex robe in Onyx and I got the soft lounge sleep set. Jordan got the same thing with 
some smoke sparkle print. And you guys, I have been living in it. The robe is so comfortable. Talk about the um, PJs, J-Dub. Yeah, so I wear the pajamas to bed every single night. And they are long sleeve and pants and I don't sweat. They're so cooling and I also have to just say for the robe, I wear every day when I get out of the shower and throughout the entire work day and it keeps me so warm and cozy. I'm obsessed. Your favorite skim staples fits like everybody. Cotton, soft lounge and sleep and are now available in cheerful colors and festive prints. It really makes the holidays so much more fun but you guys it still stays cozy. Plus Skim's signature holiday collections are back for the season and designed for the whole entire family. You've never been so cozy for the holidays. They are available in sizes extra, extra small all the way through 4X for women in unisex styles. And you can start the newborn sizing for children's styles. Skims makes holiday shopping so easy with styles for everybody, and it is comfort for everybody. Give the gift that keeps on giving. Believe the hype. Skims has over 100,000 five-star reviews for a reason, and the Skims Holiday Shop is now open at skims.com. Plus, get free shipping on orders over $75. And remember, you guys, after you place your order, be sure to let them know that we've sent you. Select podcast in the survey, and be sure to click Mean Girl Pod on the drop-down menu. How did, what like, what's your background? Like, how did you get into finance and loving it? Because... It's interesting. A lot of people who have a normal career and then yeah. get into the public eye don't usually go back to their yeah. old career. They usually kind of just take advantage of the public figure role. Yeah. And I feel like you are doing both. Like it I was, think of you as finance first. Yeah. So. Well, I love that. That yeah. was kind of the goal. My strategy with it, you guys know Tyler Cameron. Yeah. Okay. So right, absolute stud beauty. And I tell this story all the time. I work with Tyler. We've done deals with him. He got off the show. And I got a Colgate deal. It was the year before. I just got off the show, and it was a good paid deal. And the next next round, Tyler gets the, the Colgate deal. He has more followers. He's bigger. He's better looking. He's got it all. How can I compete with that? He'll always get more when it comes to rate. Same brand. We both brush our teeth. There's nothing to differentiate. So that was my moment. I was like, all right, I got to think about something to differentiate. Otherwise, the Colgate deal is going to go to the next person, next person, next person. So that's when I was like, I need to go step into what I already know. And that's when I started carving out this like personal finance, financial transparency stuff. And now as a result of it, I might get a Capital One deal or a QuickBooks deal. And they're asking me to have like, you know, deep acumen with my delivery and things that like Tyler couldn't do. And Tyler could do a lot of things better than I can do. But that was my example of how I wanted to differentiate. And that's like worked out pretty well so far. That's cool. That is like very, it's, it's cool that you had that wherewithal to say, like, I need to differentiate myself. How do you think of yourself? In regards to, like, my brand? Or? Yeah, your brand. Like, like yeah. break it down. I would say, um, when you like, tell me more, though. What do you want to know? I want to know, like, <laughs> the the you clearly thought about it. So yeah. overall, you're like, I want to do a little bit in The Bachelor Yeah, universe. yeah, yeah, yeah. Finance okay. mainly. Yeah. Well, I have to know that the platform came from The Bachelor. They're there for The Bachelor. What is The Bachelor? The Bachelor is opening my entire personal life. Like, they're there for my journey. But then how do I take things that are important to their life and then carve it out? So I would say, but the problem is, is people from The Bachelor that try to niche down. They just go, all in. So they become a fitness instructor. And the only thing you see is fitness videos. And the whole reason that audience came there was to understand their life and be part of it, not just fitness videos. And they lose engagement and it goes to shit. So that's why I created the podcast and that page. I was like, I'll do most of the finance stuff over there. But I'd say on my like pages, I would do like 20% finance. I would say 20% lifestyle and then like 60% just what's happening in my life personally. You. Yes, you. Yeah. So, so it's you, only like 20 to 30% finance. Because if I put too much in, I'll bore the audience. So you understood 
at the core who the bachelor demographic was yes. and then adjusted accordingly. Exactly. And I think that goes for anyone back home doing anything. Like you have to know who your audience is, whether it's your boss, whether it's someone you're selling to, whether it's even like kids that you're teaching if you're a teacher. Like you have to know and customize your approach to what you're doing and how based on who the audience is. He's so, do you see what he did there? He was doing this the whole time we were podcasting. What's he that? takes what he's saying and then he gives advice on it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he's like, and I think you should think about things that way. So we can't ever really give advice because we're like <laughs> lifestyle, right? So we're talking, <laughs> but like you're with your numbers allowed. and things. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can be like, and so what you should do with that information is. Oh, I like bring, I like fully wrap it up. You wrap wow. it up, you put a bow right. on it, and then you yeah. give a, a gift to the audience. Yeah, like this audience, if we only talk numbers, if we are just like, okay, give me three tips for finances, they'd be bored. But like the stuff we're bantering before, you talk a little relationship stuff and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like you got to sprinkle that in. Bring, so the idea was bring you into our wheelhouse yes. and then understand our yeah. demographic is, do you want to guess our demographic? Yeah, I'm going to say it is 90% women that, no, 95% women, uh, I'm going to say 18 to 35. So we are <laughs> wrong. Really? Yeah. Very <laughs> proud. Um, 50-50 split. No way. Gender. On social. Wait, yeah, on social. no way. Yeah. 50-50. Because mm-hmm. guys feel like they're listening to the girls like dissect how the date went. What? And, and they want an inside yeah. view 50, on that. 50? Audio 70 30, but social 70 50. I am 50. blown away by that. I think he had a lot of what? assumptions about us, Alex. That's interesting. <laughs> and so, our current takeaway, which we don't usually give any, is just, you know, don't assume. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. I know I have so many questions, but I just like don't want to cross the line. What do you want to ask? I'll tell you because now I know how to set boundaries. So I'll just be like, no, not going there. Because well, both of you, I mean, and this is kind of a question for both of you guys because how old are you? <clears throat> 35. Okay, that's what I thought. So I think I'm like, I'm, I'm like, her, like, not to like you're old as dirt. All right, got it. <laughs> you're single at 35. You okay? I think a lot of people, no, since we, we asked Alex this question, if since guys do listen, you were in a long-term relationship. Yep. Now you're not. Like, yeah. how do you feel about in a way, I hate using this, but like restarting your life. Like you have a lot yeah. of hobbies, which is great. Totally. But I think a lot of people get out of long-term relationships later on in life and they don't know what to do. Yeah, totally. And we got that female perspective, so it'd be great to get the male. Yeah. Well, so, you can next that if you want. Yeah, no, you don't have no, relationship take it. I'll take we it. Said no, no I, I literally, I, jo- I joked around about this recently. I, my first book was called The Restart Roadmap. Oh. And I'm like, wow, I really need to go read my own words <laughs> oh, now. Um, but it's a lot. I think the only thing, like well, the biggest thing is you have to put, you have to make yourself a priority and you have to like really dig into your feelings. Like I was not a feelings guy. I was a checkbox guy. I now know my feelings at a deeper level than I ever have, and I can communicate them. And because I can communicate them and I understand them, I'm creating connections deeper with people that I really need to let into my life. And as a result of that, I'm growing at a speed that I never anticipated. So while I'm 35 and single, I feel like I'm more connected to myself than I ever have been. And it's such a better position to just win in the game of life, like in all areas. So while it is a setback, while there are days that suck, there are moments that you think twice, like how did I end up here 35 and single? What's going on? Where did I go wrong? I feel like I'm in a better position for everything I do want out of life now more than I was a month ago. And that's all you can do. Like, cause this life is crazy. Curveballs happen. You made this comment, like get it by a bus tomorrow. Like you just don't know. And if you're not putting yourself in a position to be better than you were yesterday, I think you're doing yourself a disservice. And the second you say you got to figure it out or there's no room for growth and there's no room for learning is a time you got to check yourself because there's not a human here, not a human in the world that doesn't have an ability to grow or learn. So 
I love that. I think we need to normalize being single in your 30s and restarting later on in life. And I know a lot of people listen. That's always something that it's more females, but to be like, I got divorced or I broke up. I'm now I don't know what to do because that they were my whole life. And so I think it's just good to hear that. One thing that I thought about yeah. was like if people really do live longer, right? So let's yeah. say we all live to be 100. <laughs> yeah. Scary. <laughs> Which I know, thank like, you. I think, I think well, women live longer than men. Yes. And I think the average life expectancy for women right now is like close to 80. Wow. Yeah. Okay, I could do it. Maybe I, I'm above. fine with 80. I don't want to yeah. hit nine. Like, we're, like, we're <laughs> I have 87 You'll be in my kill, brain. You guys will be killing it at night. You'll still have this fucking podcast. Oh, we will. Yeah, you're yeah. talking about the nursing home, like the dudes <laughs> that are hitting on you. I hear there's a lot of sex going on in nursing homes. It's, really? It's yeah. a whole entire oh, they say thing. It. It's like a, there's articles on Wall Street about this. There are more STIs in nursing homes than like anywhere right That's now. That's disgusting. Good for them. I feel like you could die from STI as an older person, though. But what yeah, a way but to like, go out. Go out, yeah. <laughs> <But> like, <laughs> what are so we how doing did, here? How did your grandpa die? You know, God, yeah. God. <laughs> God has to be in the I nursing home. I'd be like, yeah, wow. good for them. Grandpa crushed you. <laughs> yeah, like, whoa. Hey, Grandpa, why do you dog? <laughs> did you like see, were you like, do you read physical newspapers or physical? Okay, great, yeah. fabulous, yeah. fabulous. I also uh, like a notepad still. Like it must, yeah, it totally. must be written down yeah. in your hand. Yeah. Um. So you like saw like nursing homes have, and you were like, "That's my article." Yeah, I was like, "Check that one. <laughs> <laughs> this is cool." I need another cup of coffee. I'm gonna be reading this. Um. Okay. So if people live to be eighty or ninety, yeah, and you think about like restarting in your thirties, like. Your the restart period is longer mm -hmm. than the previous time. Totally. Like I had to think about that. I was like, okay, we're about to sacrifice five years. Um, uh, that's how long I was married. So yeah. like you sacrifice that five for like a fresh eighty minus thirty. 50? Yeah, you got it. Okay, 50 it. years. And I'm like, why would you not press restart like earlier rather than later if you knew it? I think a lot of people just assume their life ends when they hit a certain age. I think they do assume yeah. that. There was, so we were just at Chris Harrison's wedding and uh, Elon Gales, one of the big producers of The Bachelor, or was, he like was pretty much the brains behind the operation for so long. And now he does other shows. And he's such an interesting artist. And he made a comment the other day. He's like, there's one sin in this life, one and only one. And I was like, well, well, what is it? We're here for such a short period of time. You can do anything. Like we're humans, we're living. You can wear what you want, drink what you want, go act how you want. To live a boring life is the biggest sin a human could, could, could have. And it just like hit me. He's like, why? There's so much out there and so many people just live such a boring life just in complacency or deteriorating complacency when we have such finite time. Like go out there, take a swing, take a shot, start a media company, go do your thing. Like why not? You have such little time here. Don't live a boring life. Yeah. And if you find that, like, you feel like you are in a boring life, I'm going to wrap it up here for people back home. If you feel like you're <laughs> Please boring don't. Life, like, like, I know. I'm like, like I feel I like I should like, go out now. <laughs> no, just, like, just try one day. Just be like, this day, I'm not going to be boring. I'm not going to be stuck in my routine. I might say something or think something or express something that I never have. Like, just try it once, and then the ball will roll. But I loved what he said about that. I love that. I'm, like, inspired. Well, because well, you and I no came one from thinks boring, you live a boring lives. Life. We came from boring yeah, lives, though. Just <laughs> but I was just saying, but we had to fight. Do you know yeah. what I say? Like sometimes when someone's like, "It looks like you're having so much fun," I'm like, "Let me be very clear that I earned <laughs> yeah. that." Yeah, like, yeah. That, that was not just. I had to True. say, like, True. "What do I want?" Okay, you got the guts to go do it. Yeah. Yeah. So you're right. Mm -hmm. But I was like frothing at every word you were saying. No, that I I know that like inspired me. I'm like, I need to leave right now and like, <laughs> go take a shot or <laughs> yeah. something. Yeah, it's like, and well, then you guys yeah. start asking yourself, like, what is living? 
yeah. to you. Yeah, that's true. And then, and then, yeah. It's like, I just got this thing. It's this, um, it's like called Minute Momento or something. It's the scariest thing, but it's also perspective. So it has every box is a week of your life and it has a year and each year is 52 boxes oh and it fills where it's at, right? So I'm at 35 and it shows up till 80 and every week you're supposed to draw nope. one in and it is terrifying. It is scary. When you see all those boxes, you're like, holy shit, but it's also a perspective of how many times you think you say no to something. You're like, oh, I don't want to go. I'm tired or whatever it might be. And you're just like, what are we doing? It is like you have so many boxes to fill and we're getting there. Like it's crazy. So take, own it, have fun with it, enjoy it. But do you feel like, we, we talk about this sometimes mm -hmm. and I think about it a lot. Yeah. When you're saying yes to things. Yeah. In the spirit like of protecting time and energy, mm -hmm. of saying yes to like really good things and then no to things that will like distract you yeah. on the other portion. Like, do you think it's like less YOLO-y and more like these are- That's like the 100% the healthy thing. Yeah, like finding what like fills you up versus brings you down and like knowing your boundaries and saying no. Yeah, I feel like you gotta do that. I feel like that's hard for people. I though. suck at yeah. that. I'm so bad I'm at that. I'm terrible at that. Because also I think living your best life is taking advantage of your time and like- and Taking care of yourself. Yeah, and taking care of yourself yeah. so you can live the next day to the best of your ability. So then you're like, I won't go out on this night, but I will go on this one. Yes. Unless you really yeah. want to. Right. And then, and then, and this is where, I, yeah. Because sometimes you, people ask you to go out and you're like, I don't actually want to go out with you. In my gut, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. like yeah. your gut kind of like checks in and you're yeah. like, okay, so how often do you iterate? Iterate? Check, like zoom out and say, all right, what's what, like, what, 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 like, I've never been asked that, that, that question. Well, I'm just like, iteration? Like, like how often yeah. do you zoom out and say, let me check in here. What am I, what needs to change? Oh. Like I got to focus more on X. Like how often are we iterating? I do that daily. Yeah. I do that all the time. Quick pause to talk about AG1 because when my digestion system does not feel its best, I don't feel as focused. I feel sluggish. My immune system doesn't feel supported and I feel stressed. So I gave AG1 a try because I wanted better gut health, something my mom always talks about, which in turn gives me a boost of energy. My immune system has support. And I hate taking pills and vitamins because I can never find them. And I wanted a supplement that actually tastes good. So when I started AG1, I instantly could notice a difference in my daily health. And I noticed I had more energy and I was thinking clearly. Since 2010, AG1 has led the future of foundational nutrition, continuously refining their formula to create a smarter, better way to elevate the baseline of everyone's health. Not only did I replace my multivitamin with AG1, but I love that every scoop includes prebiotics, probiotics, and digestive enzymes for the gut. Even my parents, my friends, Jordan, Pete, we got everybody taking it because AG1 really does give everybody more energy and it supports their immune system, which is very important around the holidays. And better gut health is a direct translation to better health overall, and your stress levels feel more manageable. So if you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3, K2, and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash girl. That's drinkag1.com slash girl. Check it out. Enjoy. No, I'm also no. like I'm also like. Are you a critic of yourself? I'm a big critic of myself. Mm -hmm. yeah. So because I'm a critic of myself, I always think I think about our podcast. I'm like, well, I forgot to do this. I forgot to say this. Why didn't I do this? Like I beat myself up. So I'm like constantly checking myself. But but a it or like. Are you saying make like massive changes? Pretty massive changes. Uh, I do like it. Auditing is, is, your life. Kind of. I try and do it as much as you can, right? 
I know. Do me you? Too. Yeah, I do. I think yeah. I'm like every three weeker. I also yeah. think like this is huge. You okay? I'm gonna talk to the people back home. Wait, who Check are these your, people back home? Your listeners. Yeah, we don't have any. Your listeners. Oh. They're listening right now. I'm like, not talking to you two. I'm talking, <laughs> yeah, to, like, I'm talking about... to Susie in Oklahoma. Yeah. Right now. I was like, is he talking to people like from his hometown but, right now? <laughs> shout out to Buffalo. Hey, who's um, this podcast? But like, think about your inner circle. And like, do those people check you? Do they keep you accountable? Because I think so many people just surround themselves with people they feel comfortable with. And because those people are comfortable, there's a lot of homogeneity because there's a lot of homogeneity. There's no growth. There's nothing. And so they live in echo chambers. And I think the most important thing is like, make sure you have people in your corner. They're going to be like, what the fuck are you doing? Mm -hmm. Why are you acting like that? I don't agree with what you said. People that will argue with you. That you need That's that. That's what you need. Mm -hmm. Somebody's because afraid. it creates growth. It creates opportunity for discussion. It creates depth. And so I think that's really important too. So at your table, we would always say there's like seats at our table open for like a yeah. friendship or something. Yeah. Who's your uh, board of directors? Well, Evan's in that board of directors. He's okay. right here. We own a few <laughs> business together. We got David Arduin. He has uh, he does the recaps with me on the podcast. So he'll be breaking down everything you said. Uh, Hawk Jameson. A lot of them are like just good friends I've had for quite some time now, decade plus. But they're, they all serve a purpose of checking you. Oh, for sure. Every one of them. None of them are an echo chamber. Not one of them. They're not just like a fun. No, no. I mean, they're all fun, but they will all check me in a second. They like I will friends. ask them on a topic and it could have even been like my past relationship and they will be like, no, you're wrong here. You're totally wrong here. So I think that's important. You know what I used to ask people when I was dating, and this is good for you two going forward. Turns <laughs> oh. uh, like some of my little children yeah, here. Yeah. Oh, how the title! Give us advice. Yeah. Let me teach you a few things. No, God, you don't. Want Isn't no. that crazy how it's changed so much? <laughs> this, yeah, it's like you know nuts. For like a year and a half. Like, what? I was in the married seat, and yeah. I'm listening to the yeah. she's rolling at five a.m. to the office. I would. I walked in one time, and I'm like, "What's wrong with you?" And she's like, uh, "That date I went on last night at yeah. seven for dinner. I got home at five, and I'm like, wow." <laughs> That's what I would listen to. Unbelievable. Now she's like, now look at this. Now you're getting a five. You're going to Miami. You're partying. Yeah. You're having fun. You're I'm doing going your thing. Work. Yeah, I'm very, work, I'm work, very serious. Work. And she's like in a relationship now. And yeah. it's just like the, it, it the just, moments. The, the timing is just what's Okay. Hilarious. So what type of advice do you have oh. for us lost humans trying to <laughs> so restart question, our entire foundation? A question I just like to <laughs> ask people was if you were getting married tomorrow, who would be it? in your um, like bridesmaids or groomsmen. Yeah. And it's so interesting to see how people really think about that. Cause they're like, wait, cause I was like, if you only could have five people. Oh yeah. I could do that instantly. It's, which is good. That yeah. means you surround yourself with really good people. But yeah. a lot of people I ask, they're like, I don't know. I only can think of like one or two. Interesting. So it just gets them to think like who the, who are the people they want in their, their life forever. Yeah. And how connected are like you guys? Wedding. Do you guys, do you talk to your parents a lot? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Time. I like. I, I wonder about that. Too. I call yeah. my parents once a day at least. Oh no, I don't do that. Okay. Well, that's yeah, good. That's nice. That's a lot. That's good. Well, but we're just like tight. Like I wonder if anything, if there's anything with this inner circle, if relationship with parents have anything to do with it. That's what I was trying to get at. Oh, um, no, because I have I have mine, but I talk to my parents maybe like every two to three weeks on the phone. Yeah. Oh, you're every two to three weeks. Yeah. I'm yeah. in the middle. I'm probably every other yeah. day. <laughs> I don't know that the one's right or wrong, by the way. No, they're not like, right Like, I or probably wrong. talk to my parents too much. But do you know what's obvious about you? What? Is that. Like, do you think that you can tell the person that has a strong relationship with their parents? Huh. Like, that didn't surprise me one bit. Interesting. Where are, you, where are you from? Buffalo. New York? Yeah. Okay. Are I knew that about you immediately. You did? Northeast. Why? Wait, why do you say that? Because you have this level of depth. You have a le you have a level of depth on one token, okay. but you also have this um, like kind of moral 
foundation. Okay. Like you don't seem like you would easily. You seem like mom and dad okay. are holding you accountable. A oh bit. yeah. Like I, you can <laughs> yeah, feel yeah, that yeah. from him, right? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. They're holding me accountable. I don't feel like you could just stray off the beaten path. I you could, seem like but a they bring man. me right back up. Like you're yeah. very close with your family. Yeah, very close yeah. to my family. Yeah. Yeah, that, I think that that's like okay. Could no, never. Do you want kids? Do you want kids? Yeah. In a perfect world, how many? Which is so funny because six months ago I'd be like, never, I'm not having really? kids. Really? Yeah. Seriously? Mm-hmm. Did that shift because of the person you're with? No, it shifted before him. I don't really know what happened. Mm. She was in. She she started out no kids ever. Okay. Yeah. And, and you were set on that. Very set. Yeah. Interesting. And one day I was walking down the street and I saw a mom and a son holding hands and I had this like m- this maternal feeling I've never felt before in my life and yeah. I was like, what is this? And then I was like, I think I want kids and now I for sure want kids yeah awesome yeah. Like that's two. great no like, more than two that's another thing they say like absolutes are not a good thing in life like the idea of like you said i will never have kids like mm-hmm. if you're sticking with absolutes your whole life you're just like not challenging yourself or growing yeah do you want kids yeah four four mm-hmm. that's awesome i want a little football team <laughs> and i'm sure when i have one i'll be like okay yeah. two sounds good yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. i like the idea of of that and yeah. i and on the absolutes thing mm-hmm. every time i've made an absolute yeah like if there's anything i've learned it's that I should just stop saying them out loud at least. Yeah, you <laughs> should Because I'm always like... You're always going to change. But, but if you're changing, that's good. That means you're growing. That means you're like pushing yourself. Yeah. You know what I don't think some people realize? What's that? People will say sometimes you've changed and I want to say... Thank you. Correct. You're damn right. Because yeah. if I'm the same person yeah. I was a year ago, I got problems. Yeah, hell yeah. And changed. you haven't changed. I so hope I think changed. about that. Yeah, you're stuck in the same exact thing that you've been doing the same day every day. That's so true. Fuck that. Do you want kids? Yes. How many? Three. You know how many you want. I mean, you knew. Yeah, I would say we all knew. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Good arguer over here. Killing it. Don't say it's because it's a guy. One-o. I was going to say, I feel like a lot of guys are like, I mean, I'm down, but like she could pick. Yeah. But he's like a family-oriented like, room. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. That he's thought about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can next this question. Yeah, I don't want to. Fire away. Ask it. I'll let you know. We do have a producer. Can- well, yeah, I could just say no. <laughs> what up, Sean? Um, <laughs> yeah, you could say, but... I, What's the question? Oh, I'll I'll, I'll uh, just say pass if I don't like it. Okay, well I'll ask. Do we have this. a safe word? Give me a safe word. Um, <laughs> say pass. Pass, <laughs> pass is the safe word. I'm so interested. Can we create in this a question. safe word? Maybe? I'm like, what is this gonna be? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, shut the fuck uh, up. Is a safe yeah. word. Um, <laughs> no, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. No. So when I was when I was married. I I wanted I knew I always wanted kids. Yeah. But I started to feel less like I wanted them. Yeah. Now I want them more than ever. Oh, that's awesome. Did you have that experience or you no. just always wanted them? I well, and through the entirety of um, my relationship, I always wanted them. And always do. Okay. And that didn't change. It didn't um, it never changed. No, it never changed. But do you think about like who when you go to look for like another partner in life. Yeah. Do you factor in like what kind of mom they'll be? Oh, fuck yeah. I think that's like massive. Yeah. I think I think that's important, but uh, sorry, you can swear on this podcast, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, we are, you're, you're good. Just swearing aloud. So he's never listened. familiar with no. He hasn't <laughs> listened to an episode and he damn sure didn't. I'm, I'm totally kidding. I know your, your, your podcast is wild. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, you, we can talk about choking. Well, like uh, the 69, Kelly, yeah, I've heard don't it Don't you say yeah, fuck. Kelly Keegs, you guys threw down. And, yeah. What, what was that about again? You guys said something stupid in the podcast or something. Do you think like, dinosaurs are real? You think I just you spun that hands? on you? Okay. Um, Do you wash your hands? Yes. Do you wash your hands? <laughs> no. Nah. You don't ever wash your hands? Nope. Oh, yeah. We're viral again. We just went viral again. Thank wow, you for that. Wow. Love that. Do you think dinosaurs are real? Canceled. Of course they're real. 
It's not for sure. You don't think they're real? I'm not sure. I'm oh just saying God. we're lacking Are you one evidence. of those people that think, like, the moon is fake? No, I don't think about dinosaurs, so I just, I'm not positive Kinda. that they're real. It's wild. What I was the done. last question you asked? <laughs> oh, um, do you think about the type <laughs> you, of mom? When you look at women, oh, do you yes, think about the type of mom? Oh, yes, but I think more is, like, <laughs> do question. you have the ability to, to parent as a unit? That, I think, is even more important. The guy's done some EQ work. The, the, I love that. You, I think that is huge because... You see so many like ah parenting where they're taking the resentment out on one another and they're like angling with kids and trying to get the favor and all like that is just a nightmare. Not only for you, not only for your partner, but then for your family and your kid. They're gonna see that. They're gonna feel that. So I think that's the most important. Can you work as a unit? Compromise. Work together and figure that out. It's just hard to respond to because it's really smart. Well, it is. I think <laughs> when you're dating, like you should Thank be you. looking at that person to see if they'll make a good, yeah. not only partner, but a good mother or father to your kids. Like I used to think about that. I'm like, will this guy be a good father to my future kids? Well, it is everything. And the, and the way you yeah. do it together, I do think would be the most, because there's nothing worse. Like, how was it with you guys? If you went to mom and mom said no, was it very clear that dad was going to align with her or was dad going to maybe say yes and then we had a 50-50 split? Dad See, would always say I no. would always go from dad to mom and they were always, like, almost always aligned. I might get them here or there, but they were almost always aligned. But would they? Would they? Would your mom ever say, "Have you asked your dad?" And would your dad say, "Yes, yes, that's what you'd say." <laughs> that's what my yeah. 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 Mine like, "We're not yeah. splitting. Like, you can't split us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't hustle us. Right. We're not going to get hustled. No. Yeah. And I think that's exactly. like really healthy. Huge. Yeah. Because some parents, I think, will do the thing where they try to buy the yeah, favoritism. So. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's totally. Not. Yeah. Can't do that. So one of the things that Graham had asked me when we were having like our phone calls after we were separated. Okay. He said one one night, he was like, um, let me ask you this. Would you want your daughter to date me? Mm. And I thought, not, no. Sorry, that just in my head it kind of turned to weird. Well, not him specifically, but like if you had a daughter. Yeah. And him, like, him and her. I, get, I need a very <laughs> I know weird what context. But, but it's, uh, I thought it was the sweetest question. No, no I see it what is. He, I see what, but sorry, in my head. The intention head, is like amazing. Right? It was just, it's worded a little weird. I was still thinking. But the like intention is like incredible. Yeah, I still was thinking yeah. Graham would be the father. And that's <laughs> like, like, yeah. if, like if you said, if, if you had a son. Could would you approve for her for your son to date Jordan? That's yeah. like a friend, not like you're having a daughter and then she's dating. Dad. Or would you approve to date my brother? Like, like, that's that's right, too, it's the yeah. same that age. Yeah. Right. That's a little bit more appropriate. Great <laughs> intention. Question was a little off. Bad delivery. Bad. Would I allow yeah. you to date <laughs> Colton, my brother? Right. Like, yes. Yeah. There we go. Would you allow? Yeah. Full circle there. I thought it was cute that he asked that. Yeah. What'd you say? I said. I said. Yeah. I absolutely would love it. I just if my daughter's not exactly like me. Mm -hmm. Right, like mm -hmm. that. They, the, we we see this now, yeah. and he yeah. said the same thing back. Yeah. But I thought it was a cute question. No, that is a good. It's a. Can I ask you a question? question. Mm -hmm. And I don't want it back. But can I ask? You're you? gonna get back. You're <laughs> gonna I'm not gonna answer it. I back. could ask. I could ask it right now, um, but to you because I know what you're gonna ask. But yeah. What am I gonna ask? Well, no, you go. Okay. What do you think the number one reason that you guys did not work out was? It like compatibility? Was it not seeing eye to eye in the future? Like, if you had to pinpoint one thing, and and is that thing? A workable thing or no? The the number one reason, if I got to go with a one, would be difference in life path forward. That's a big one. That's a that's a really big one. And a and a lack of desire, perhaps, 
to merge them. No, it wasn't a lack of desire to merge them. They there was no world where the two could meet as a unit. Yeah. As a unit, which is so where it's so important. It's yeah. everything. Yeah. So like one of us was going to end up really unhappy. Yeah. But one of my friends had the best thing because Graham and I went through a really hard time before mm -hmm. we were married. It was like the turning point, right? She said, "At first, I wanted to ask you." Did you do everything and could you get through it? Mm -hmm. And then she said, but I know the answer to that is you two could get through it. Like you could definitely mm -hmm. get through this if you had to. Like gun to yeah. head, if someone's like solve this problem, solved, right? And we, yeah. But it's like that's not what either of us really want. Yeah. Interesting. I think that's great. I'm not going to ask you that back. Yeah, I thought Thank you were going to ask something different. Well, you already did like your whole – you did your whole thing about your, your relationship and all that. So it's a good little touch point week after, a couple weeks after. We could have – You know what else? Uh, have another this was interesting. I had a therapist uh, – my therapist told me this. I found fascinating. I, I said a scenario. I was like, it was a suppose, it was a hypothetical. Like, well, what if, what if, uh, you know, I meet the person of my dreams in three months or something like that? And her response to me was, if you come into my office and in two, three months from now, you told me you met the one and you're getting married, I'm going to ask you to sign a form. And then after signing that form, that form is going to allow me to slap you in the face and I'm going to slap you in the face. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, well, I was like laughing. She's, well, that's the type of relationship I have with her. She's amazing. But I, I was interesting. And she, I think a lot of people, when they go through heartbreaks or when they go through challenges, they're so quick to either like numb. And then she said, they should say, I would ask you, what are you feeling in your life that you're not getting? And I was like, damn, Oof. deep. Oh, so I think a lot of people too, when you asked about the whole like, what's it like? 35 singles, they rush to find the solution. They find the band-aid. They got to fix it. They got to numb it. And the problem is you're just repeating the same behavior that got you to where you are. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, that's been a journey. So is the overall vibe right now on you? Mm -hmm. What are we focusing on? Uh, me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like someone the other day said like, where, like your friend, like is, is a friend to you, where am I? Like, am I your, he asked me. Am I your water? Am I your bread? Am I your appetizer? Am I your main course? Like, I want to be your main course. Good am I question. your dessert? Yeah. He said that, and I was like, I have one main course. Like, things have changed in my life. There's one main course, and the only thing on that main course is me. Like, right now, that's where I'm at. And so, and, I, and I, that was my answer. So he he's asking, the, but do your friends play a role in that, or are you like, no, I got me? Like, my friends play a role in it, but I'm like, I am – I'm just so focused on trying to take care of myself right now and like what I need and figuring out my like everything that I'm just like, yeah, I'm on the, it's the main course and it's just me right now. Have you heard of the five stages of grief? Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay. But did they, was that like a thing for you? Of course. Yeah. Well, it still is. So I was telling her like for me, yeah. it was one, like something my therapist said was there's also the four tasks of grief Yeah, and it's like acknowledging the problem, saying it out loud. Yeah. And then number two, you feel it. Yep. Like, and you really feel it. So every time it comes up, instead of putting a Band-Aid on it, you have to just feel what's happening. Totally. And then you feel more whole on the other side of that. Yeah. And then you say, all right, what do I need to get through it? And so you say, all right, I need to take care of myself. I need to, like, water the plant. I need to meditate. I need to journal. I need mm -hmm. to work out. Like, put that first. Like, yeah. protect the brain. Yep. And then number four is, like, let it give you purpose. Ooh, I love that. And I feel like you're between three and four. Three and four. But I also think with grieving, what's really important is people think about it like a checkbox. Like, okay, I'm going to go through this stage and this stage, and then I'm going to go through anger, and then I'm going to acceptance. 
you're it's that's not how it's going to work like you're going to bounce between them you're going to have like the grieving of sadness you're going to go back to clearing you're going to go back to acceptance like you're going to have all these different stages and it doesn't just sound like a an equation you just check the box like here got my a plus done grieving that's just not how life works that's why i you didn't know? like the stages because i was like so i'm yeah. supposed to just get really mad at some point yeah like yeah. i might not but you know like that's what i've learned too like when you are mad you know what anger is right Mm -hmm. anger is your truth so like anytime you're angry it's literally just your truth and the difference there's a big difference between raging and anger so raging when people rage it's because they're fearful so like when people stormed the capitol january 6th that was rage that was like the the depth of their psychological behavior there was they're scared shitless so they're fearful so that's why they're raging but when anger it's like you're just speaking your truth anger is just your truth rage is fear yeah Anger is truth. Is truth. Yeah. Uh, okay. That makes sense. Jordan's mad. You're late. You're 20 minutes late. Jordan's mad at you. That's her anger. She's mad. Like, you know, that's obviously truth. that's traumatic. But her truth is like, I'm I, like, I feel whatever it is. Like, if you're getting deep, like, that was inconsiderate, whatever it might be, right? That's her truth. Right. Like, yeah, so her is feeling is her truth. Anger, a secondary emotion. Yeah. Yeah. So there's always like a. Remember the, the emotion? That's what Emotionally, I was talking about. Trying to yeah. remember, yeah. yeah. Was that the, yeah. That's a secondary? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's, it's your truth. I and then so, yeah. raging is. I have it on my is phone. Fear. Yeah, um, I got that that wheel. Yeah, my therapist, like, she's like, whenever you Learn have your emotion, emotions. Pinpoint and I'm when like, When I go in, she puts the cards down and it's <laughs> yeah. all the emotions because I'm an Enneagram three, so we don't talk about emotions. So, like, <laughs> she's like, Here they are. How are you feeling? And I'll be like, Well, I feel great. She's like, That's not how you feel. Yeah. That's not a feeling. Yeah. Can't do that. I got to get what I'm learning on both sides. She's going back to therapy. So we like love therapy. Yeah. And we great. call it a green flag. Almost called it a green card. But <laughs> we call it a green, like, yes, right? And I think that I'm, when I'm not in therapy, I feel myself get into an emotional knot, mm -hmm. right? And I'm yeah. like, I can't like straighten it out. Mm -hmm. And I think that this whole process, I was in it. Yeah. And I stopped going like a month and a half ago. Yeah. And I think some of these emotions could come, they could haunt me, but I always say, play, let's play offense, not defense on them. Yes, love that. And I think that maybe I should get back. You just awoken Get back it. into yeah. it. I got a question. Can I ask you one more relationship question? You just had a relationship podcast. But yeah, this episode's coming out okay. All right. a while no, this after. Episode, no, ask it. It's just a conversation. Ask no, please ask. Do you think you have, have you had acceptance yet with your breakup? I thought he was going to say, have you gone on dates? And I was like, can you not? Uh, um, no, 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 I'm not going on <laughs> Come on, I'm not trying to He's like, unless your it's with tea. Me. That's your next <laughs> episode. <laughs> For the record, I accept. Just kidding. Um, we're all like, just, kid just kidding. <laughs> now I'm flustered and I don't know the question. Where are we going? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> just Jordan leave and we'll be on the date. That's it. Oh, um, what's, the, what's the question? Oh, accepted? do I have acceptance? Yes. Un no. Unwavering. Trauma bonding. <laughs> <laughs> We're trauma bonding. Uh, what hole are you trying to fill? Uh, both, okay. all of them for yeah, both of us. Of <laughs> so two halves make a hole. So we're good. Train wreck. Yeah. So we might just be. Oh, God. <laughs> I have acceptance. Yes. Yeah. Like, I don't. I don't want this to sound bad, but almost too much. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know. It doesn't sound bad, though, because you've been dealing with it for a very long time. And I, I hope that he says the same thing. Yeah. But I have acceptance. It's okay if he doesn't, though. He could be on his own journey. That's true. To use yeah. their own. Yeah. I would say I have acceptance and complete affirmation that what happened was the dead right thing to it's do. beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's perfect. Do you have acceptance? Well, this isn't my dating show. This is literally <laughs> our podcast where we interview you. I'm going to pass on that one. 
Should we ask some <laughs> finance questions? <laughs> She's like, we're on dates off. No, I'm just I'm like, no like, we're asking you the questions. <laughs> yeah. Okay, no, but, no, but none I, of them were no, relationship we, we, have we have boundaries. Remember, boundaries are being accepted we're healthy people. Boundaries, healthy people. Yep. Yeah, boundaries. That's me, and I accept that. I, you know what? Healthy people set boundaries, and the, the person across from you is healthy if they I accept those was, boundaries. I thought we were talking finance on this <laughs> show. <laughs> Jeez. We, I've, I've done pretty good. You've done very good. I stepped into it a little bit. You kind of did. You had that tough conversation. Well, I told you. I was like, I don't want to talk about the relationship, and here we are. And I told her we weren't going to. No, it's cool. Okay, due to Alex Bennett. It's our first argument. <laughs> you did say, though, you were down. We asked yeah. you. Yeah, no, it's true. And it's we're true. recording, so that's yeah, a fact. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. Due to you missing your flight almost, we're, we have some final oh questions. Just, yes. Listener questions. Was that our first argument or no? That doesn't count because I want to meet you. Well, you have to go on a date first. So. Which that oh, was boy. the biggest question in the DMs. Oh, it was. When are Jason and Alex going to go on a date? Wow. <laughs> People are trying to set it up, eh? <laughs> the, the listeners are trying to set you guys up. Interesting. Jason's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's going to be a next for me. I'm going to swipe left. Are you moving to New York? <laughs> um, are people asking that? No, well, I know you don't Like in a perfect now. world? Yeah. Uh, so uh, there's been <laughs> a conversation. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, I don't do long distance, so let's make that very well, clear. Well, I think I'm, I'm, t I'm thinking about getting a place in New York. Okay, cool. But I would still stay in Nashville, too. My primary residence would be in New uh, Nashville. Okay. But I'm thinking play? about it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's what got you? The whole thing? <laughs> That's when you laugh? <laughs> Wait, what was funny about it? It's uh, true. It's true. It's true. Um, I thought it was funny too. I don't know. It was the delivery, I think. It was the delivery. Yeah. It was I couldn't delivery. tell if it was facetious or like you're intrigued. I don't know. Oh, no. I was actually asking. I know you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, especially being in, I feel like, the finance world, I yeah. think New York City. Mm. I, I don't know. Maybe that's wrong. No, it, there's nothing screams more like. I think you need to be in New York. I, I would be like very bullish you? on that thought. Really? Ve like very. Because you drop in like little finance terms. I think bullish. from a business right standpoint, too, it's to the flirt. best place to be. 100%. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that was no, not now, but. <laughs> I'm trying to get really uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just going to go. Uh, you guys can yeah. finish up. Bye, Jordan. <laughs> Yeah, so we're uh, good here. Um, Chris is like, God. yeah, I'm out too. I also, but I actually, to be honest, new co-host, mean girl, mean guy, lost in fucking the, the world. A lot of times you've heard that one. Uh, we both just yeah. sit here and cry though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like, fuck, I was therapy this week. I'm not over it. No, there you kidding. go. Yeah, so you tell me how yours was. Okay, we have to ask him a oh, finance question. God. Yes, let's pick one finance question to ask him, and then we literally have to wrap. I mean, the flight's it's getting close. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's well, hear. What do you got? Well, I I want to ask you what. I like the his questions back version. Um, okay, yeah, let's do those. Should you do rapid fire? Mm -hmm, go. No, you no, you know. All right, well, go. can you answer these like quickly? Sure, let's go. go rapid fire. Yeah, yeah, All right. Yeah. Uh, tips <laughs> on making. You're like you're, you're very long winded. <laughs> just shut the fuck up. <laughs> so this My is Twitter. Tell me. And don't you don't have the pro ones? So yeah. You have to, yeah. Um, all right. Tips on making a secondary income. Secondary. Wait, no, you were, I thought you were gonna ask these. Well, then I decided to pop popcorn around. Oh, okay. I'll and ask, I didn't okay. decide to tell you about that. I was oh, going to do okay. that. So that's not a rapid fire question? <laughs> that's a rapid fire question. <laughs> we should answer it. Okay. Uh, you can trade secondary income for just think passive income. Like you can take money, redeploy it, and as a result of that, get money back. Or you can trade in your time. So some type of skill set or time. You train your time, then you can get paid hourly. Think about Uber, things like that. So first just think, am I going to take money and make money on it with passive income? Or am I going to substitute my time for earnings? Oh. That's a good starting space. I'm taking option one. Okay. There you go. What's your podcast generate? That's an Alex question. <laughs> how, like how much money do we generate? I don't, what do you think it does? Like 400000 
blow a little north of that, 500,000. I think it fluctuates. Okay. 500,000, not 650. I want to do back to but you. But then again, there's only one host, so. Facts. <laughs> so, if you, so if you double it, if you hit that's two, yeah. we do have to split everything. That's I do, true. I do, and I do, and by the way, I, I say that very openly because I always talk about finances openly when people are like, I'm not trying to say that in a braggadocious manner. There's good years, bad years, but it, uh, one episode every year I do a Jason Tells All episode where my um, the guy who does the recaps with me asks me everything. How much did you make in influencing? What did you make on this post? What did you make? So I tell, I do one episode every year where I talk about that. Like I love I that. I love yeah. the transparency because a lot of people are afraid to talk about money. So. Yeah, I'm very That's open. Awesome. And I think you need to talk about it for the good and bad, right? Mm -hmm. Like the more you just talk about it, the better off you're going to be because mm -hmm. there's going to be ways to help it. Because we, every person has a money issue. Every yeah. person. All of us here have a money issue. What is it? It's going to be different. So let's mm -hmm. just talk about it. There was a thing. No, I can't do that right now because it's yeah. just a tangent. Um, all right. <laughs> did, you, you ask, did you ask a question? Am yeah, I up? The podcast <clears throat> generator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, what's the biggest thing you've ever bought? Big, biggest item. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Ouch. Oh. Fuck. <laughs> Jesus. Um, for yourself. For yourself. For myself. For yourself. Uh, What's the biggest thing you've fuck. bought in yourself? <laughs> Jewelry. <laughs> Got it. Jesus, how you put it out of the heart. Sorry. No, for yourself. I bought a, a Rolex Daytona. All gold Rolex Daytona. That was probably the biggest one. No, this oh. one's the Sky Dweller. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, um, that's pretty. That's pretty. That's the pretty. other one's nice. The other one's nicer. It's more expensive, cool. I guess. Yeah, but the, okay. The only reason I bought that is because Rolexes hold their value well. Mm -hmm. And so it's something that I've always liked, I've always enjoyed, and I can resell it instantly for more than I bought it for. So there's a whole thing with buying those. So that's kind of the process. So I was like, okay with buying it. Because cool. I know I, it's an investment. I know I can return it and sell it and get a profit instantly. You can profit on a watch? On, a, on Rolexes specifically, yes. And aren't they kind of, you can't get them right now, right? They're very, well, it's softened a little bit, but you have to go through a direct Rolex dealer, and then it's very hard to get in there. But once you get in there, they have to sell it at a certain price. Rolex is actually a non-for-profit company. And so as a result of that, the secondary market is where they're selling at exorbitant amounts. So if you can buy one from a Rolex direct, you can sell it at a profit instantly. They don't, they're, they're a not-for-profit company. Yeah, they're a not-for-profit. Wow. The other thing that's interesting is a lot of people do, why they hold their value so much, there's a lot of reasons, but people launder money through watches. So if you're in, think about you're in Europe and you're trying to bring over 100K, you bring over 100K cash, you're, you're screwed. Mm -hmm. You can easily put a $100,000 watch and not have it so bedazzled and no one could really know or not if it's a $100,000 watch. Then you can go to the States and instantly liquidate it for cash. So it's interesting in that play, too. So if we ever see a guy with, like, a bunch of watches on. Yeah, big watch, guys. Watch out for those dudes. That's okay. That's yeah. fascinating. <laughs> one, more, one more. All right. Um, what's your biggest flaw financially? Ooh. Mm, that's, that's a good, a good one. one. I'm too risk-averse. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. And can you explain I don't take enough what shots. that means? Yeah, so risk. So, <laughs> oh, I love that. Risk. So risk-averse, I know you guys got a wrap here, but think about you go to a casino with like 10 of your girlfriends. You might have one girlfriend who's like, I'm going to bet $500 on red. Like, let's get crazy. Then you have one girl that's like, I'm just going to go and like get the free drinks. I'm not betting anything. So that is the difference of people that are very risk-averse versus people that aren't risk-averse. The person who is putting $500 on red, they're not risk-averse. The person who's like, I'm just going to get free drinks, they're risk-averse. They're not taking the risk on. So with investing, you have to know what your appetite is for risk because it will depend on what you decide to invest in. So if you are risk-averse, you'll invest in something 
that is less risky. And as a result of it, your swings aren't going to be as high. You're not going to gain as much. You're not going to lose as much. If you're someone just ripping it, you're extremely risky. You have huge upside, massive downside. So that's what risk adverse means. I'm risk adverse. You're not. And, well, then I was going to say, and then there's the calculated risk that put 50 on. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. she knew she could yeah. afford to lose that. Exactly. <laughs> moderate risk is what we call that. Mo- moderate risk. Moderate risk. Yeah, I would be the, I'm like a 1,000 on the red with the high <laughs> yeah. up and the low. This is moderate. I'm like, I'm just for the free drinks. <laughs> risk adverse. I'll go broke. <laughs> uh, we've got to immediately yes. wrap. Alex okay. is going to miss a flight. Yes. So Jason, thank you so much for coming on the pod. Thank this you so a fun much for episode. having me. I was this not was expecting great. it to be like this type of conversation. And me either. All directions. I love it. Yeah, it gets it, you're very versatile, which is nice. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, you're, you're really yes. pumping my tires, AB. Ooh, throwing the AB out there. Okay. <laughs> we got another okay. laugh. <laughs> <laughs> He's only laughing at your jokes. <laughs> yeah. He's not that my funny. Guy. That's not helping. That's my guy. I feel great leaving this I'm episode. Not I'm not going to tires. Go get your flight. Plug yourself. Thank you. No, oh, yes. Plug. <laughs> 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 what are you saying? There's a lot of rumors that are going to come from this fuck. episode. Plug what? Where's like your socials? You. Oh, yeah. So my name is Jason. She still hasn't introduced me yet. But my name is Jason. My last name's Tartik. T-A-R-T-I-C-K. That's my handle. The podcast, Trading Secrets. Definitely check it out. Alex is coming on here. It's going to be a cool episode before she was at Barstool and then after all in one show. And then I have a new book coming out called uh, Talk Money to Me. And you can pre-order it now on Amazon. So that's yeah. everything. Thank you, Jason. Yeah. Thank yeah, you guys thank for having you. me. Appreciate <laughs> it. Just like do the thing where you like and subscribe and follow. Yes. Yeah, Love you guys. Thank you guys. See ya.